Welcome back to the Lift for Life podcast. I am here with my co-host and co-anchor, but superstar, G-Dog. Hello, Angus. I'm glad to be here as ever. Fantastic. Today, we're going to be discussing supplements. And the supplement we're going to start with is protein. Now, there seems to be this idea, particularly upon the younger generation, and I'm sure many listening to this podcast will have teenage sons or daughters who have approached them about buying a protein powder. Now, if you're worried about it being some sort of steroid that will make them blow up like Arnie, you needn't not worry because all it is basically filtered milk. If they're having the whey protein side of things, obviously our vegan options, it will do no harm whatsoever. If they are weight training, I would encourage it purely because they're going to be getting more protein into their body, which therefore they're less likely to get injured. If you're taking protein powder and you are a busy day-to-day professional, Graham, what's your protein intake like when it comes to this? So I never used to think about protein consumption. Now it just seems bizarre that I never used to think about it, but I know a lot of friends and colleagues who just literally do not think about it. Now I know how critically important it is to me whether or not I'm training. Clearly, if you're training in the gym, you're trying to build muscle, you need to put stuff in your body to grow things. So in order to build my muscle, I need to have increased protein. I think the medical recommendation is something like 0.75 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. That is a very, very old definition. I think it was devised during the Second World War when there was rationing and stuff. So most doctors will say it's out of weight and, uh, sorry, out of date. And people are under consuming protein systematically through, through society today. So I try to have between 150 and 180 grams of protein per day. So up to two times my body weight, I weigh about 91 kilos. And it's very difficult. When you think about a chicken breast that maybe got 30 grams, when you think about um, some portion of fish, you're talking about 20 grams, a pret spoke salmon sandwich, 22 grams. So to get up to 180 grams a day, it's quite difficult. And so I supplement that with a protein shake. That usually involves one to two scoops of protein powder, which as Angus said, is basically just filtered milk. And I add a little tiny bit of milk in it to make it the flavor a little bit less watery and then top it up with a bit of water, shake it, and then drink it normally around 10, 10.30 in the morning, so between my breakfast and my lunch. But that is absolutely a supplement because I don't have enough protein each day. Another thing that I discovered on this weight training journey and, 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 and longevity stroke increasing muscle mass journey is that there are some meals where I don't consume enough protein just normally. Breakfast is the obvious example where I was previously having either muesli or porridge and berries and a bit of maple syrup or whatever. What a complete waste because one third of my meals during the day, I'm not putting protein into it. So now I've changed and I'll have an omelet for breakfast or I'll have some egg on the side of something. But you can, of course, supplement your breakfast as a protein shake as well. So that's the way I deal with protein. I would also like to add, just on the eggs conversation, we've had this conversation before, and I've had it with multiple clients. If I tell someone that I have four eggs in the morning, their reaction is like I've shot someone. It's remarkable. Can we please get out of this mindset where it has to be, oh, two eggs? Just because it's served in a restaurant and just because it's societal norm, two eggs is, it's not a thing. 
you can have three eggs, you can have four eggs. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, and eggs have differing sort of definition depending on the size of it, between eight grams and I think 13 grams of protein per egg. So really, having four eggs, you're getting sort of 24 grams of protein to 30 grams of protein. That's basically what you need. So, And it's got other great nutrients in it, and it's pretty low calorie. Yeah, absolutely. And I asked the people in the office canteen, for example, the chefs, how many eggs they put in their spinach omelette, and they tell me it's three eggs. So actually, what I've started doing is having my spinach omelette with a bit of scrambled egg on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Now we're going to move on to creatine. I think creatine, again, is one of the supplements that when I first presented it to mum and dad back in the day that I wanted to get some creatine and hack onto my mother's Amazon account, she was horrified. So Graham is going to clear up that creatine is nothing to worry about. And also it's an incredibly useful supplement if you're looking to progress on your weight training journey. I mean, also, I was actually horrified as well. So Angus had mentioned this to me. I Actually, maybe it wasn't you. I think it was a colleague that had mentioned it to me that he'd started taking creatine supplementation and actually putting a like a little teaspoon of it in. Just quickly, I would like to add, always Graham goes, isn't that just really bad? And I go, why? He goes, well, I read this article. Funnily enough, now he's done his research, this has happened. True. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this colleague puts a bit of creatine into his protein shake. Quite a simple thing to do. So I was at a dinner party with three doctors and I was asking them, do you think um, it's dangerous to, you know, with my weight training to have creatine supplementation? And the doctor's faces, I literally, they just creased up laughing. And they said, Graham, creatine is naturally produced by your body. It's an amino acid. It's completely part of your normal body. There's no problem supplementing yourself with it. And to be honest, if you have too much of it, you'll just urinate it out. It's not a problem. So I then decided, okay, this is, I should definitely do some more reading about this to be absolutely sure, even though three doctors have just told me it's great. And sure enough, it is an amino acid. Uh, there's natural sources of creatine. Uh, it's obviously stored in your body, created by your body, but you also get it in red meat, beef, veal, pork. You get it in fish and shellfish. You get it in animal milk. And so basically it's a completely normal thing. But it is absolutely crucial because it is the building blocks of protein in your body. It's now sort of one of the most common and well-known muscle-building supplements. And it basically says uh, in all of the magazines, books, and articles I've read about it that creatine improves your ability to perform at the maximum intensity in your exercise. And even better, um, there is a study by the International Society of Sports Nutrition which says that creatine monohydrate is the most effective ergogenic nutritional supplement currently available to athletes. It's not only safe, but possibly beneficial in preventing injury. And they say that um, creatine monohydrate is the most extensively studied and clinically effective form of creatine. So basically, sometimes everybody should take this thing. Spot on. I think in terms of other supplements as well, if you guys listening have any other queries, there are other than creatine and protein powder, there are no real supplements that I would implement into a weight training routine that would have increased benefit other than considering if you don't like coffee, having some sort of pre-workout. 
And that doesn't mean you have to get a pre-workout that's got loads of beta alanine in it. Basically what beta alanine does is it will effectively weirdly give you these like tingles when you take it and makes you more focused in your workout. It's not an essential to have, but if you can find a pre-workout that's not got a significant amount of beta alanine and not got a significant amount of caffeine, where people go wrong is they suddenly have 300 milligram scoops of caffeine pre-workout which obviously if you're having it six or seven o'clock in the evening before your workout isn't the best idea if you're lagging a little bit there are plenty of alternatives that might have 50 milligrams 100 milligrams 150 milligrams of caffeine in them and of course the option as i said is having some coffee what do you do graham you use the coffee yeah i mean I, the whole idea of this pre-workout thing i think is ridiculous I'm so excited and pumped up to go to the gym. The idea that I need a pre-workout to make me even more excited seems like ridiculous. And I've got my creatine, I've got my protein powder. I've loaded my body up in anticipation of my workout anyway. I prefer to work out either at lunchtime or in the evening. So I've got enough stuff in my system that I, I don't like the idea of training fasted. So yeah, I, I, I don't need a pre-workout at all. I think the most important thing in all these supplements is try and get it from real whole food. Uh, the very, very basic attributes of a healthy life is real whole food, moving more throughout the day, you know, whether it's walking, climbing stairs, going to a park, playing with your kids, uh, having a desk or you has, has the ability to stand up. Then also making sure you've got the maximum sort of sleep, seven to eight hours um, per day. Graham. I always this is the battle I, I said to Graham the other day I said you could be double the size you are now if you actually got some sleep literally in all my research I see that when you sleep your body recovers and I have to say that is a podcast to come is sleep so we're going to look forward to grilling Graham on that absolutely absolutely I need to fix my sleep um, but yeah, and the final thing I was going to say, obviously, is one of the most important aspects of uh, a fit life is building and maintaining muscle as you age. And that is obviously via resistance training and weight training. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lift Life podcast with yours truly, Angus and Graham. <laughs>